as long as our Netflix is coming in, as long as our YouTube you know, Netflix. channel is... Well, you're you making ever, you good money out here at the Bible Place. You better not believe it. You got Netflix. Yep. Yeah, but YouTube's <laughs> still free, though, so I rely on that quite a bit. Welcome to Talkin' Truth, the podcast that brings together conservative pastor Brian Clark and famous comedian Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy. Excuse me, where's the restroom? They'll be talking truth about the Bible and life. Now let's join Brian for today's look at God's Word, followed by conversation and a little fun with Brian, Dan, and today's guest, Pastor Nat Crawford. Now, here's Brian. Warning sirens are very important for our safety. However, they do little good if they are ignored. Here in Nebraska, we deal with the threat of tornadoes. Several times each spring, the sirens go off warning us of a tornado on the ground somewhere in our area. As a matter of fact, we hear the warnings so often that we become used to them. For many people, the siren just means come out on the front porch and look at the tornado. That used to be me. In 2004, we experienced one of the worst series of tornadoes in Nebraska history. The devastation was incredible. That series of tornadoes came within a half mile of our house, and many of our friends suffered total loss. Ever since that time, we viewed the warning sirens just a bit more seriously. That reminds me of our story from Genesis 7. God warned the people for 120 years that judgment was coming, but they wouldn't listen. Genesis 7 begins with the Lord saying to Noah, enter the ark. In other words, it's time. Imagine that moment when after all those years, Noah and his family enter the ark. And for the first time in 120 years, the door is shut and the rain begins to fall. They laughed at Noah. They mocked him. But now, suddenly, this wasn't so funny anymore. The story of Noah reminds us of two important truths. Judgment is real. And God has made a way of salvation. This is why we are doing this podcast. We do believe this. We want others to understand and believe. We're not here to argue or fight. We just want people to know that we believe the Bible tells the truth when we read that there is a judgment coming, but also that God has made a way of salvation. For those of us who believe, like Noah, we accept the fact that we don't fit in in our culture. These days, it's open season to mock and make fun of those who follow Jesus, just like they did Noah. For a culture that claims to be so tolerant, it is certainly intolerant of the Christian message. I had an old friend that served in World War II. He returned home with nightmares and a drinking problem. In his misery, he turned to Jesus and was radically changed. At mealtime, he began praying before he would eat. His dad would poke fun of him and referred to it as talking to the taters. I've often thought, if you don't believe in Jesus, that's exactly what it looks like. 
How crazy that you bow your head and talk to the taters before you eat them. I get that. But for those of us who believe, Jesus has changed our lives, and we would never go back to life without him. When we pray, we really do believe God hears us. In the New Testament, Peter talks about how it will be the same for us as it was in the days of Noah. People will be laughing and mocking the believers. Certain the judgment of God will never come. But the flood of Noah should be a warning that judgment is real and it is coming. Scientists today tell us there is considerable evidence to support the claim of the flood of Noah's day. While many may laugh at the idea of such a flood, their conclusions are based more on a fear of judgment than on a real study of the scientific evidence. The text of Genesis also tells us that it took six days to load the ark, and on the seventh day, God closed the door. This should sound familiar. For six days God created, and on the seventh, he rested. Now on the seventh day, the work was completed, and Noah and his family rested in the ark. It was their salvation from judgment. The ark was a picture of the promise God made in Genesis 3.15, that God would send a Savior. The New Testament identifies Jesus as the fulfillment of both the promise in Genesis 3.15 and what was pictured by Noah's ark. I am convinced that when God closed the door to the ark, he did so with a tear in his eye. This is not what he wanted. He provided an ark for salvation and warned the people for 120 years to listen to him and repent of their sin. But in the end, only those who believed entered the ark and were saved. Dan and Nat, I'd just like our listening friends to hear the warning siren. Judgment is real, but so is God's salvation. Jesus invites anyone to believe and be saved. So I have a little uh, tornado siren story for you. <laughs> Years ago, we were living in a small town. Our girls were pretty small, and the sirens went off. And, uh, of course, I went out in the front yard to see if I could see it and noticed that my neighbor was actually up on his roof getting a better vantage point. And I thought that looked like a real good idea. So while Patty and the girls were hunkered down in the basement, I went up on the neighbor's roof. Well, a little bit of time passed, and Patty came out and found me on the neighbor's roof and informed me she didn't think that was a good idea and that perhaps my place was in the basement mm. with her and, and the girls. For, for some reason, it didn't make sense to her that I'd be up mm. on the neighbor's roof watching the tornado go by. But uh, I think all of us in Nebraska would relate to the fact we get to where we don't really listen to the sirens much anymore. And to me, that's a pretty good picture of where we're at as a culture. Well, that's exactly where we're at as a culture. People, frankly, just don't care. It doesn't matter what the what the warning signs are. Uh, people just carry on. I, I think we are so content 
in living the the lifestyle we have. As long as our Netflix is coming in, as long as our YouTube you know Netflix. channel is, but you're you making ever, good money out here at the Bible place. You better you? believe it. Yeah, Netflix. Yep, yeah. That YouTube's <laughs> still free though, so I rely on that quite a bit. But I mean, as long as people are comfortable, they can get their Uber Eats delivered. They got their streaming services. You could have a bomb go off and people, as long as it didn't blow down their house, they don't care. It makes it so hard for us who are passionate about the gospel of Jesus Christ to, 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 to motivate people to take this seriously. Well, I agree with you, but uh, let me also say this. I blame Christians a lot for that, too. And I don't want to be on here always blaming Christians for stuff, but I'll be honest. You know, we're our own worst enemy a lot of times. You know, how many how many times do you have some guy on TV giving you a date when the Lord's coming back or giving you ever since I was a kid? You know, I grew up, my dad was a preacher, but ever since I was a kid, there's always somebody. The Lord's coming back on Thursday, right, 1846. <laughs> you know, and people at some point are just like, uh, I heard this a while back, you know. It's getting, you know, the Lord's going to come back, man. The world's getting, I've been hearing that since I was six. Right. And they just blow it off because they've heard so many fake whistles. But that's the thing. They're listening to people. They're listening to fake whistles. Hmm. Here's where your real whistle is. The Holy Bible is your whistle. And going back to the theme of the podcast, if you believe that God created the heavens and the earth, the Bible is your guide. Hmm. The Bible is your tornado whistle. Hmm. And if you read the Bible and you're literally hearing what the Bible's telling you, you're getting a lot of whistles headed your way right now. Hmm. Because every, it's amazing to me that something so old, I mean, these words, how it is so pertinent Pertinent, 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 pertinent. That too. <laughs> Sorry, I was up on the roof of Brian. Yeah. It is so pertinent with today's headlines, mm. with what's happening. And for you to read the Bible and not adhere to this tornado whistle that's in there, that's a problem because that's your that's your actual. Don't listen to this guy here. Uh, June fifteenth, uh, two thousand twenty-six. The uh, this is what. No, the Bible will tell you. What the Bible doesn't give you a date. It doesn't give you a time. So anybody that tells you they know the date and the time, they're a false prophet. Right. The Bible's your whistle, man. It, it it's just amazing. I, I don't see how people can't. Read the Bible and go, wow. I mean, this is literally today's headlines. But they don't. I do. I don't get it. Well, Brian, I'm curious what you think about this. I mean, in today's culture, people object the idea of objective truth. Many people view the Bible as a bunch of myths and stories. Uh, the Ark is a great example, the flood. I've spoken at the University of Nebraska in the last couple of years, and one of the questions I received after was, you don't actually believe that flood story, do you? And, and there's great, as you said, scientific evidence for it. Um, the Brit a British Museum has a 4,000-year-old tablet describing, you know, instructions on how to build an ark to save, the, save certain people from a catastrophic worldwide flood. So there's all this evidence. But people 
don't want to talk about the Bible because they don't believe the Bible. And in my years of pastoring, many Christians don't even buy it. So how do you get people to even want to pay attention to the siren when they don't even think it's valid? Yeah, that's a great question because uh, so we're talking about if we're talking about Christians, then we're back to a discussion of whether or not we think the Bible is authoritative and inspired. Mm-hmm. But for those that are not, it's amazing to me what they will believe. Mm. They'll believe pretty much anything except the Bible. Mm. And it's very difficult sometimes to change that conversation. It, it, it usually takes some sort of a tragedy, an event, Mm. something, even like times like we're in where people get so unnerved Mm -hmm. and scared that they're willing to rethink some things. Mm. Uh, I've talked to quite a few people that up until recently had no use for the Bible. Mm. Suddenly all that's changing a little bit because they're pretty unnerved by the times in which we live. Mm. Right. No, exactly. Oh, by the way, since we've started this podcast, Uh I've gotten the that's a good question. Five times, that was only your second one. Dang it. So just, <laughs> All right. keep, just keeping score here. Mm-hmm. Well, how about, well, how about this? I'm curious for you, Dan. Okay, so obviously, you know, you're a public figure, and you've got um, influence and, and, and friends in, in certain places. How have you experienced the persecution or the negative comments uh, from people that you know and you care about? Because you are a believer. You're an outspoken Christian, and yet you've got to be experiencing some ridicule for it. Well, I'll be honest with you. No, lie to me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at some point, look, I grew up, uh, I've been in the comedy business for a long time. You get barbs thrown at you 24 hours a day. That's why they say if you're going to get in the entertainment business, you better have thick skin. Hmm. If you don't have thick skin, get out of it. And I, throughout the course of the years, have just grown thick skin. It doesn't mean they don't care. I want to be liked. I'm, I like people. I want to be liked by people. But I've realized that ain't ever going to happen. And my relationship with Jesus is way more important than what some idiot thinks about me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I love people. I want them all to know what I know. Uh, if they reject it, that's up to them. I don't force it on anybody, you know, but I want people to go, why are you always so happy? Why mm. are you always so? Because I have hope. I mm. have Jesus mm. living in my life. And if they get mad at me or they think I'm a weirdo, in all honesty, I think that's maybe why God allowed me to go off on a certain path and experience certain things. Because as a kid, I was a sensitive kid. I want people to like me. I get, But through those years, I just grew some thick skin. Hmm. And I think now that I've come back as a prodigal son and trying to learn more and more and read the Bible, it's really helped me in the fact that I don't care what you think, you know? Go ahead and continue to be miserable if you want to. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be, and I refuse you to make me miserable because I have hope. I'm moving on. Mm. They hear what I talk about. They can go search it out for themselves if they want to. I hope they do. I, they asked me about it, and I talked to them about it. So they can either do one of two things. Uh, they can either 
keep being my friend and liking me and respecting what I believe, or they can be mad at me. Ah, I don't want to be with that guy anymore. He's good. <laughs> it honestly does not matter to me. Mm. You know, like I always say, I got a good eighteen years left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fifty-eight. Life expectancy seventy-five. The older I get, and the more that I study scripture. I am very content, hmm. and I'm very happy because I have hope inside of me. And I still like people. I still like telling jokes. Hmm. I still love doing what I do. I just have a different outlook on life now because Jesus has been so good to me. Hmm. And uh, I'm being sanctified from the inside out, you know? Sometimes, you know, I, I always relate my, my walk kind of like uh, the, the guitar player from Korn, you know? He catches a lot of flack. Oh, Brian. Had. Brian. Yeah. But Brian, man, Brian talks to people about Jesus all the time. Brian doesn't do the things that he used to do. And people get mad. Some Christians get mad at him. Well, he still plays in a band that plays blah, blah, blah. You know what? I say what he says. My walk isn't his walk, and your walk isn't his walk. There's people that he can talk to that I can't talk to. I don't agree with some of the things that he does either. But you know what? He's being sanctified from inside out. The more that he gets sanctified, maybe God will tell him, you know what, Brian, that's about enough. You've mm-hmm. webbed, I can use you here all I can use you. Mm-hmm. Now you're. Now we want to move on to something else. Yeah. That's the way that I picture my life right now. And as far as offending anyone or as I'm not going to offend, who am I going to offend? Jesus is the truth. That's the truth. If you don't like the truth, then sorry. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> and, and that's why we're here. We're here to talk truth, right? We're talking right. truth. And, and I think for Dan and Brian, I, what we really want is for people to see the hope of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. To, to see that the ark is real. Absolutely. There is salvation. It's found in Jesus Christ alone. And listen to the sirens. They're going off all around us. We are simply asking you to pay attention and to consider entering the ark. And there's a difference between being happy and having hope. There's two different things. Hmm. You know, and don't get me wrong. I don't hate that. If somebody's mad at me because I love Jesus, that's up to them. That's them. I still like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got no problem with them. I love them. You know, I like people. Yep. But that, that's their decision to make. So as far as I go, look, I love Jesus, and uh, I'm a part of God of God's body of Christ. I do what I do. I'm constantly getting better. You do what you do. You know, um, uh, we all have a role to play. And so you have, but that's true. If you're going to love Jesus and serve Jesus, people aren't going to like you for it. And basically, it's because Satan doesn't like it. Mm. <laughs> he doesn't like it. So, you know, I did have a funny thing. You were talking about praying to the taters. You know? <laughs> Talk to the taters. I used to do a bit about praying before I ate. And uh, I used to. People go, are you praying before you? Somebody look at you like, are you praying? Yeah, I'm praying uh, that the uh, chef in there is wearing a hairnet. That's, <laughs> that's why I'm praying. <laughs> you just go, I go to this restaurant over here. The food's so bad, I actually bring the preacher in with me to pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 
There you I, go. I think to wrap this one up, it, if there's a highway, and I know for sure the bridge is out, yeah, and people are headed down the highway, I'm morally obligated to say something. Hmm. Whether people like that or not, whether they get mad at me or not, that's not really my issue. My issue is to warn them, and people can choose to listen or not, hmm. but that's if, if we believe this is true, and we do, then we are morally obligated to say something, and people can choose to believe it or not. Absolutely. That's the case. I think, and to end it again, <laughs> I keep adding <laughs> things. I just want people listening. you got to understand something. You're st- if you believe in Jesus, you're still going to be you. You're still going to have the same personality that you have. If you love Jesus and accept Jesus and become a Christian, you're not going to walk around all day humming hymns and quoting Bible scripture. You're still going to be you. You're just going to start being sanctified from the inside out and understanding the Bible more and understanding things. Are you going to do that? You know what? I'm not going to act this way because this isn't right. I'm not going to do this anymore because it just doesn't seem right to me. And your whole life is going to change for the better. You'll be kinder. You'll be sweeter. You'll be more loving. It's unbelievable. Thanks for listening to Talking Truth. Brian and Dan will be back soon with more episodes, so be sure to subscribe. Today's Talking Truth is powered by GoTandem, the free spiritual fitness app. Download Go Tandem today and get spiritually fit. Get it done.